Friday on Locked On Gulls. Trevor Zegris torches the Condors on Friday and a Sunday thriller. We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? It is Monday, and folks, I'm exhausted, but welcome anyway. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for a long time. A reminder, you could hear this podcast on Apple Podcast. Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or the new Odyssey app, which is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y, not Homer's Odyssey, but the Odyssey app. And also, make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow the show on Twitter at L-O underscore Ducks. All right, so we're going to keep this one a quick episode today. This will be a short episode because, well, I'm just going to peel back the curtain. I drove back, had to work. So, you know, like driving from Bakersfield, not an easy task. It's a two- two and a half hour task and then there's work then there's getting off of work and then recording a podcast so this will be a short podcast today so we're gonna go over friday's game and sunday's game and preview what's going to happen tonight oh my gosh all right so kicking things off it is a best of three series between the san diego goals and the bakersfield condors and i'm just gonna get this out of the way the Henderson Silver Knights did win their series against the San Jose Barracuda. In fact, they swept them. So the winner of this series will move on to face the Henderson Silver Knights for the Pacific Division Crown, or the Chick Trophy. So what happened on Friday? Uh, here's how the lineup was, and it was stacked. Uh, getting there early on Friday, I saw DeLeo was out there. Captain Carrick is back. Yes, yeah, Sam Carrick is back. So is Jamie Drysdale. And the number one rated prospect in the league, Trevor Zegris. So they're all playing. Here were the lines very quickly. Chase DeLeo, Sam Carrick, Andrew Podorowski, that top line, looking really good. Then you have Andrew Agazino, Trevor Zegris on that second line center, and Vinny Letary. Interesting line, like it. Then you have Alex Limoges, Bogru, Ken- Alex Kindop. All right, that's a good third line. Then you have Jamie Devan playing up along with Jack Bedini on that fourth line center, and Nick Bruyard. So Bruyard's in there as well. Then you have Simon Benoit, Josh Mahura, Trevor Carrick, Axel Anderson, Keegan Lowe, and Jamie Drysdale on that third line D. Although that line has gotten a lot of play, but when you talk about Simon Benoit and Josh Mahura, they both played in the NHL with the Ducks this season. There's a lot of good experience up there. And of course, Lucas Dostal in goal. Uh, that first game on Friday, it was the Trevor Zegras show. I mean, he had some good scoring chances early on. He had a couple of great opportunities up close where he just got robbed or he couldn't get a shot off, but he was really up close. He was finding his spots right next to the net or just waiting patiently to find that open pass. And he got on there right away. I mean, yeah, there were some great robberies and Yes, Lucas Dostal had a couple of them. Stuart Skinner had a couple of good robberies as well, but this was all about Trevor Zegras. He had a great game Friday. He was good on the faceoffs. He won more than half his faceoffs, so he's looking really good there. And then, of course, when you have him and Drysdale together, they, they make magic. They create some good chances, and that's exactly what happened early on in this game uh, because on the power play, it was Jamie Drysdale to Sam Carrick, I mean, Agazino had an apple there, but Jamie Dreisel with a nice pass to Sam Carrick, making it one nothing San Diego early on. After that, it was all Trevor Zegras. All Trevor Zegras. So here's what happened later. Zegras, just on the power play, waited 
and waited and waited. And let me paint the picture of this play to, to say how it was set up. So that was a four-on-three power play because there was just so many penalties happening. Agazino was in the box. Vincent DeHarnay was in the box. And Tyler Benson was in the box. So it was a four-on-three. Yeah, great. So you had Zegris Drysdale, Vinny Letary, and Sam Carrick out there against Kevin Gravel, Ryan Stanton, and Brad Malone. So the way this was set up, Zegris was on the left side of the puck. He held the puck for a good four to five seconds to let the play just kind of settle in and let it set up. What does not get talked about enough on this play, yes, Zegris had the patience. But you saw Jamie Drysdale floating behind him, and he was floating and floating from the right to the left. What goes unnoticed is Jamie Drysdale drew two defenders, not one. He drew two defenders. He drew the one from the right side that was following him, and then he drew the man that was on Trevor Zegris. He drew him just a little bit. As Drysdale skated behind Zegris, Zegris notices this, notices that there's one player trailing Drysdale, which is going to leave someone wide open. He passed it across the Royal Road to Vinny Letary on the right side, and then right away Letary had a guy on him, and guess who was wide open down right next to the net? Sam Carrick. He put the biscuit in the basket. That made it 2 to nothing. So we can talk about the greatness of Trevor Zegris and the patience. But if it also wasn't for Jamie Drysdale drawing the defender, that play would not have happened. So that was great teamwork by Drysdale and Trevor Zegris. But Zegris had the vision to wait patiently and let Drysdale do his thing. That was a picture-perfect tic-tac-toe power play goal. By far the best goal of that day. Then we go on later in the period, Vinny Letary. Also scored on a power play from Jamie Drysdale and Sam Carrick. That made it 3-0 San Diego. Um, so, wait a minute. Three power plays? Three goals? A am I seeing this correctly? Three for three on the power play? Yes, you heard that correctly. The goals were 100%. You heard that correct. 100% on the power play. And apparently some fans got a little bit nervous late in the game. Because on their power play... The Bakersfield Condors scored on Brad Malone's first goal of the playoffs, so that made it 3-1. Then exactly a minute later, Seth Griffith scored, making it 3-2. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, some, some fans got a little nervous. A little bit. Did I feel nervous? No. No, I didn't feel nervous that much. I mean, there was not much time left. I figured they'd score. As soon as Agazino scored that goal to make it 4-2 San Diego, I was like, nope, not nervous anymore. I'm good. Even when Tyler Benson scored his goal to make it 4-3. to Still wasn't worried. It was an extra man. You know, the Condors had emptied their nets. So that's what happened. And then with about four seconds left, Trevor Zegris scored on an easy empty net goal. I'll have to post video of that at some point. I don't have time today, but I'll definitely post video of that. That's your final score. The goals won game one 5-3. to It was a good game. So the goals took the early lead in the series, 1-0. And we'll come back and talk about Game 2 and talk a little bit more about other stuff regarding this series. But first, let's talk about Credit Karma, which has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help even more with a Credit Karma Money Spend account, where you can be rewarded for good money habits. And you typically use Credit Karma to figure out your credit score, 
or to file your taxes. I mean, I'll admit I did that this year. I filed my taxes with Credit Karma. They do a fantastic job. But Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Right now, visit creditkarma.com forward slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Once again, that's creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Coming up after the break, we're going to talk about game two and talk about the Pacific Division playoffs as a whole. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or today Locked On Goals. And this is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. Make sure to check out Built Bar and also check out Built Go and Built Boost on the website. They are packed with only 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar, and they taste like a candy bar. So not only are they good for you and healthy, but they taste fantastic with several great flavors, including Cherry Barcia and Mint Brownie. Go to BuiltBar.com right now, enter promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, so one other game that I want to go over, again, this will be a quick episode today just so I can get an episode out there because there is a lot to talk about here. So we'll very briefly go over what happened last night at Mechanics Bank Arena in Bakersfield. This was a battle, folks. After Bakersfield lost game one, they knew they had to come out on game two, and they had a plan. Uh, Plan part one was to try to eliminate Trevor Zegers, who scored a lot of points the previous game. They did that by double-teaming him at times and really neutralizing him in order to not create opportunities. Yes, Zegers still did do a great job of getting into the zone easily, but as soon as he crossed the blue line, someone else would be right there to get on him. So that was part one. Part two, block everything on the penalty kill and really get that active stick going and be as aggressive as possible on the kill. And they did exactly that. Um, I counted at least, at least maybe seven blocked shots during the two power plays that the goals had. There was a lot. I know that, uh, oh gosh, I felt a little bit bad for Tyler Benson. Well, before everything happened, because he had a couple of block shots. Oh, that hurts. Like I could feel it from where I was. Everyone in the crowd could feel it. He was hurting a little bit. On the other side, I mean, hey, some of the goals players, they were blocking shots too. i got to give credit to Jamie Drysdale. He took all of one of those shots, and he was hurting a little bit. So really, I look at this as more of a defensive battle where both teams really buckled down on the penalty kill. So kudos to both sides for doing that. As far as the scoring, um, I thought this was going to be a high-scoring affair early on because Bo Grew got things started early on with an early goal making it one nothing San Diego. Cooper Marodi tied it up three minutes later, but then Trevor Carrick 
on a nice little, like some nice passing from Axel Anderson down low to Nicholas Bruyard, who got it across to Trevor Carrick, his first of the playoffs. Carrick was pretty happy after that goal. That made it 2-1 to one San Diego. It was 2-1 to one after only a few minutes. And I thought, oh, here we go again. A lot of scoring. Nope. It all stopped after that. That was the last goal San Diego would see for the night. Because second period was just a defensive battle for the Bakersfield Condors. And here's where I'm going to give credit to the Bakersfield defense. They really buckled down on not allowing a lot of in-close shots. I mean, yes, there were some high-danger chances for both teams. A lot of high-danger opportunities for the goals, including a couple from Trevor Zegris. There was one that went off the post and we're like, oh, so close. So close. But then I look at the offense as a whole for San Diego. And they got some good opportunities off. They had the majority of the puck possession in the second period. And they deserve to get a goal off of that. But it just never happened. And sometimes that's hockey. Sometimes you just kind of have to tip your cap to the defense. But also just say, you know what, a little bit of bad luck. I mean, there were a couple of broken twigs out there where you said, oh, boy, bad luck. And maybe even some, <laughs> not errors, but a little bit of, uh, you know, because Zegris, I mean, he did take a spill in the second period and kind of looked back on that spot going, I shouldn't have slipped there. I, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, um, Zegris got a little bit clumsy there, a little bit embarrassed. But what I do want to talk about is Lucas Dostal. So he was very calm. I thought he was composed in net. Uh, What he did really well was as soon as he got the puck, he would either play it really properly or he would just kind of like calmly put it under his glove and say, no, I got this, I got this. His presence was calming. Yes, he did direct traffic and he did communicate with the players. Like simple communication, but he kept it simple and he kept his lateral movement just fluid and he was flowing for most of the game. Uh, there was a couple of very smart plays that he did. One of them I did post on Twitter where I like the smart play that he made in the second period where he calmly passed the puck to the left side and there was only two players by him. But because he deliberately played the puck very calmly, that allowed the two defensemen to get off the ice really quickly or rather the three forwards to get off the ice quickly. Then the two defensemen would just kind of go and like, okay, here we go. So little plays like that are what I think is going to make Lucas Dostal a premier goalie in the Ducks organization and in the goals system. I think he did a fantastic job last night. Even though he didn't get the win, I thought he was great. I thought it was really good. With that said, I mean, it did come down to the wire. Third period, it was Luke Esposito getting his first of the playoffs, and that tied things up at two. But boy, there was a lot of fighting going on. Um, The play that I did not like was Tyler Benson getting checked from, or sorry, checking Vinny Letary from behind. Yeah, there was a lot of fighting happening around that time. And that's where Letary got the extra two for roughing. Not a great look. But then you saw that a player sat on top of Lucas Dostal. And they say, no, nothing happened. No, Dostal looked a little bit shaken up. And it was after Dostal got shaken up, that's when the goal scored. So maybe that had a little bit to do with it. So that made it 2-2. Two to two. And then in overtime, oh boy, only a few, less than a minute into overtime, 49 seconds in is where the Condors got the puck. And Seth Griffith scored his second of the postseason on kind of an easy pass. 
it was Theodore Lindstrom who got it in the neutral zone, passed it on the right side to Adam Cracknell, beating a couple of defenders, and it was a three-on-one. Adam Cracknell made the right decision to not take that shot, but kind of make Jamie Drysdale bite a little bit right over to Seth Griffith, who was open, and that was the game-winning goal just past the glove side of Lucas Dostal. 3-2 to two is your final score in overtime. And folks, this series is tied. We're going down to a deciding game three tonight at Mechanics Bank Arena. If you haven't left yet, what are you doing? If you're a Ducks fan and you want to join the rest of the Gulls fans, I- I'll tell you where they're sitting. They're all sitting along sections 116, 117, 100, 101, 102. That's where all the Gulls fans are. If you're thinking about going to a game, tonight's the game. They need your support. So if you're a Ducks fan in Anaheim and you're listening to this now, buy your ticket now. Make the drive up. If you're listening at about 2, 3 o'clock, you're probably listening to this going, I could make that. Get in your cars right now. Grab your Ducks gear. Drive up. Drive up. You'll get there by about 6, 6.30. Maybe you won't make puck drop, but you'll at least make it for the majority of the game. And hey, you'll get to see Trevor Zegris and Jamie Drysdale up close one more time. Because this is the last game of this series. The winner of this series will face the Henderson Silver Knights, but not at Orleans Arena. It was announced that all three games will be played at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. How about that? Um, I'm estimating that that series is going to start on Wednesday. And we might have a game two on Friday, Saturday, or Saturday, Sunday to try to get more butts in the seats. That would not be a bad idea. So once again, keep an eye out for that possible schedule if the San Diego goals win it tonight. And follow the LO underscore Ducks Twitter. I'll be posting a video afterwards. I'll be um, obviously live tweeting the game. And see where things go. And let's see if the San Diego goals can be victorious tonight at Mechanics Bank Arena. Once again, that game will be on AHL TV. Um, If you're in the San Diego area, it might be televised today. It should be televised today. If not, check out AHLTV or follow the LO underscore Ducks Twitter. And once again, thank you so much for listening. It's greatly appreciated. And also want to give a shout out, a couple shout outs here before I head off. Shout out to John Broadbent from Defend the Nest, who is a friend of the program. He's been on the show. I'll have him come on during this week and we'll talk. We'll have some goals talk, obviously. And we're going to talk about this series and hopefully talk about an upcoming series with the goals and the Silver Knights. So hopefully I'll have John on this week. So I want to give a shout out to him. Uh, I took some photos yesterday, so he used it for his recap. So, you know, shout out to John Broadbent. Shout out to all the Gulls fans that made it out. Jeff, you made it out. Made it out for both games. And all the fans on the seventh line, they came out in droves. And gosh, you know what? Like, just going to be honest, it was good seeing everybody out there. Like, I haven't seen a lot of those fans in about 15 months. Like, I would see some of them at Pechanga Arena from time to time. So I haven't seen them in a while. And just kind of getting back to that, really cool to see. So Jeff Bush, you know, I know there was a Bush sighting yesterday on the televised broadcast. So you could see that the Goals fans do come out. So again, if you want to join, you know, 
buy your tickets now. There are still some available. So check out a game at Mechanics Bank Arena in Bakersfield, California, and join the goals crowd. All right, that's going to do it for today. Once again, this show was brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and make sure to listen on the Spotify app. And make sure you check us out on the all-new Odyssey app, which is A-U-D-A-C-Y. And also, make sure to check out Locked On Today to get the latest on today's sports headlines. And check out Locked On NHL Today with my favorite frenemy, Sarah Avampado, who hosts on Mondays and Wednesdays. But make sure to check out today's episode of Locked On NHL. It's a good one, hosted by Sarah Avampado. All right. Thank you all for listening. It is greatly appreciated. Once again, a short show today. We'll have a longer show tomorrow afternoon. Not a morning show, a late afternoon show. So make sure you stay tuned for that. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks and today Locked On Goals, this is Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Root for the goals today. Root for the goals. Why not? Be safe out there. Be kind to everyone and ducks and goals. Fly together. Caw-caw!